Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Rind, your host, and I am so grateful to be here with you all today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope wherever you're tuning into from today that you are somewhere inside if you're listening to this in March of 2020 and that you are managing to stay healthy and happy considering all of the things we've got going on in the world right now. So today I want to talk about what we are all dealing with, which is the coronavirus. This is the 24th of March, 2020, as this episode airs. And so I want to talk with you all about exactly what I have been doing to manage my life and my business during these events. And so if you're listening to this at some point in the future, this will be a perfect episode to listen to if you're going through any sort of crisis or chaos at the moment or if we have any sort of future recession or world event that really feels like the rug is being sweeped out from underneath you. And so I provide this information with you all today to simply share what is working for me and why I've chosen to approach my life in this way and with the intention of you simply taking away what resonates with you. Because what I see from this situation with the coronavirus is actually a lot of positive things. I am approaching this with a lot of optimism. I'm looking for what are the circumstances inviting me to do back to our active surrender episode. Go back and listen to that if you haven't already. And I'm also looking to make sure I secure myself uh, in the best way possible for a really beautiful, bright future. And so that's what I would love for all of you too. So let's dive straight into it today. So first things first, uh, I want to talk about how I'm managing current events. And then I'm also going to tell you a little bit about my thoughts on the future of business as so many of you are business owners. So first things first, how I'm managing current events. I am not reading the news. (laughs) I think this is a big one to address because we all have this story that it's very important to be informed and that in formed means, you know, consuming as much news as possible and especially hearing from hearing about it from other people and then consuming it ourselves and then following that beautiful spiral downwards that we all get sucked into as we continue to absorb the news. Now, the reason that I don't read the news and I only read the news when I was in Dallas, I'm now back in Sydney, by the way, everybody. So I flew from Dallas to LA. I was in LA for a few days. My flight got canceled. Australia issued a um, message to say, if you're overseas, please come home. We are going to shut the borders soon for anyone who's not a citizen. And so I felt within me that it was the perfect time to go. I also had felt like I'd gotten enough you know, time without traveling that I felt like I was sufficiently 
healthy enough to make that trip back without picking up anything. And so I then got the next flight back, which was later that day. It all happened really quickly. It was actually a really calm uh, flight. There were, it was full, but the whole experience was just really easy. I even slept almost the entire flight, which is very unusual for me. And it was a 14 and a half hour flight. So super cool. And then I arrived back to Sydney to self-quarantine and I have been in quarantine for almost a week when you hear this. And so then I have another week and that's of course only if I don't have any symptoms and um, we don't know how long self-isolation will be continuing here in Australia, in Sydney at least, all essential, non-essential services have been shut down and so we have all been told to stay at home. Now, of course, a lot of people are still not staying at home, which personally I think is the wrong choice because what I didn't understand until I did a little bit of research by speaking to the right people about this um, is that it's not even about you picking up uh, the, the the virus. It's actually about the possibility that you actually have it and don't know because you can have it without having any symptoms and then are like causing the spread of it, right? So we really want to make sure that we take responsibility and we're as um, safe as possible, right? And I understand by doing this, it can psychosymptomatically mean that we start developing some of these symptoms. I had a sore throat the other day for a couple of hours. And so there's all, there's so much going on right now, but the best thing that we can do is follow the advice from the uh, World Health Organization and from our local governments about how to control the spread of the virus. And so that means staying at home, staying indoors and following whatever advice your government gives you. And of course, doing all of the things we can to look after ourselves, keep ourselves healthy and happy. And so that means looking after our sleep, looking after what we eat, look exercising, looking after our thoughts, looking looking at what we are consuming in our life generally and making sure we still feel connected, even though we are self-isolating. And then of course, moving forward on whatever your beautiful contributions are in the world. So alas, I digress. So I read the news when I was in Dallas because I had no idea what was going on when my the workshop I was going to was canceled. And then that caused a huge influx of information I was consuming. I went down the rabbit hole for a bit, realized that this was causing me so much anxiety, went to sleep, had a super restless sleep, and then spent the next couple of days avoiding the news, but talking to family about what I was doing and what I going through my options and hanging out with people on social media, which was in some cases just like reading the news and um, and continued to have quite a few days of uh, bad sleep until I left and got another flight, which was a little bit of a risk to LA, but that's where I felt it would be a better place for me. And then I chilled out in an Airbnb for about three days. And during that time, I decided again to avoid the news. I had conversations with my loved ones and then ultimately um, decided to change my flight and move it forward by five days. And then that flight got canceled. So I decided, okay, now's the time we're going back. The government released that 
advice to come back. So I decided, okay, this is, you know, a lot more serious than perhaps I had realized and now feels like the right time for me. So I returned back to Sydney where I am destined to be. And actually I feel really good being here. Um, even though I'm in self quarantine, which for me is okay because I love being by myself. I love working by myself. Um, I've really, really loved it. And I also know how important being alone and this space is to creativity and uh, for aligning with our purpose. So I see this as a really positive thing for us all. And I'm actually excited to see what people create out of this while also realizing that for many of us, uh, there will be many of you who you're, if you've got, uh, if you're experiencing anxiety or depression and this self-isolation may not be a really good thing for you, but ultimately I think it will lead to something good because it will lead you to having a breakthrough in some way. So just make sure you're really taking care of yourself. You're reaching out for any help you need. You're watching where your mental health is at because we're all being impacted at this time. And we really need to take care of ourselves because when we're happy, healthy, and fulfilled, we can actually be of service. So let me go back to reading the news then. So it is so important to think about what you're consuming. And I really want to go into this today because I know that so many of you are probably also on my bandwagon, which is not to read the news, but I also know a lot of you aren't on that bandwagon or perhaps are, but feel guilty about it. So I was actually just talking to someone the other day about how um, when it comes to conversations, when they haven't read the news, they can feel kind of like they don't have anything to contribute because they feel like they're missing really important information. And I, my contribution to that conversation was that actually I feel that the information that we receive and know and the informed decisions we make around not absorbing the news and the reasons why we do that is actually a really important contribution to add to the conversations out there. So you can contribute to a conversation, even if you haven't read the news and been fully informed and all of the bit, all of the inner and outer workings of everything, because you have wisdom within you. And simply by someone sharing something that they've read about or heard about, you will probably have thoughts on that from your life experience. And so you can contribute to the conversation from that. And in fact, I think it's actually more beneficial because we're not just regurgitating something that we've read, which is in most cases, we don't even know if it's true. And this is the interesting thing about the coronavirus is that there's so much uncertainty. And in a mind, in a in a story, not a mind, in a world where we are dominated by the mind, where fear is the general motivator for everything that we do, this is a time where uncertainty is for sure. It's always for sure, by the way. And so this is causing all of us to feel even more afraid, right? But uncertainty is a great thing. It's all about our feminine energy. We need to surrender to what is, surrender to the uncertainty, allow it to unfold, be present every step of the way, and just take it one step at a time, right? We never have any certainty anyway. So that's just a fallacy. Okay. So Even though when you do go to consume the news, like I did when I was in Dallas, even though 
consciously you know what to separate out so you know okay I'll take this bit of information that's what I need I'll leave all of that I've just consumed even though you do that you ha- you take these measures what will happen is that you will still be impacted by what you have just consumed right and this this is the way that i see it we all have subconscious programs that have been created throughout our lifetime particularly through childhood and so those subconscious programs, even when we have managed to overcome them, as in they're not the primary programs we're operating from, when something like this happens, those programs are triggered again, right? And so when we consume something like the news or like a scary movie, which is just like the worst thing to consume, uh, or something that's super negative, this information we're consuming, and especially when it's like movies and TV where we see people and it becomes to our subconscious mind there is no separation between us and the people that we're watching so you your mind and your body is responding to every single thing that you consume watch read listen to as if it's happening to you and this is why even though we consciously know look that's garbage this is just a movie it still impacts your body and puts you under stress. So this is why when we watch things, we then have our sleep impacted, which is what happened to me. We then have physical responses in our body. The things We start to react, right? Because we've just absorbed something that is going to need to be processed in some way. So you need to monitor what you are consuming. And this is why when it comes to our private space that we get to tailor on social media and in our emails, we need to make sure that the information that we allow to come into our spaces is something that aligns with the way we want to view the world and also makes us feel the way we want to feel in the world. Now, of course, you might receive some content and have thoughts about it, for instance, that puts you into comparison mode, and that might be telling you, okay, rather than just cancelling that person out of your Instagram feed or your email, rather than doing that, this is showing you somewhere where you feel triggered. So dive into why do I feel triggered? What is this showing me that I want? Or what is this showing me like a boundary that I need? And deal with your mindset around why it's triggering rather than just deleting the trigger because that's not going to solve the problem. However, if it's simply that this information is not supportive of you and it makes you feel really terrible because of the um, way it's being communicated, then you need to take that intentional conscious step of protecting yourself and your energy and removing that from your life. And so it's the same with the news. You know, the news, and I'm just lumping them all together, of course, there are more um, conscious news out there, but we need to remember that the news thrives on our fear. So this is where there are a lot of people out there, a lot of organizations that are profiting from the more that you remain online, the more that you consume what they're reading 
And fear is a really, really good way to keep people captivated, to get people to take action. And that's why there's so many people out there, whether that's in business or whether that's through the media, that use fear as part of their strategy to get your attention. And unfortunately, it works and we let that work. So we have to take full self-responsibility and ask ourselves and just check what am I consuming and do I agree with the message that's being conveyed here and how that's then impacting other people because we get to vote with what we consume. Okay, rant over. If anyone has any questions about that and wants to know more, let me know because I'm very happy to chat about it. Okay, so the next thing I'm doing is allowing myself extra sleep and just extra time to do things, extra time to do my work, extra time to have a nap if I need it. And the reason for this is that we are all processing so much right now. So even if we're not consuming the news, even if we're limiting social media, even if we're limiting our conversations with our family and friends, our clients, we are all energetically connected. And so we energetically are all experiencing what every other person is experiencing, which means that we're processing so much on an energetic level right now, which is why you might be feeling quite drained like me. I definitely am. And so this will mean that you will need extra sleep, extra self-care, extra time to do things. Things might take you longer. It might take you longer to build into inspired action. And we need to sit with where we are. Remember that we are cyclical beings. We are part of the universe. We're part of earth, which is seasonal. And so we have seasons and the season we're in right now is one where a lot of us are going to feel like we're more in that inner winter mode where we need a lot more time to ourselves. We need to be inward more. We need uh, more grounding foods. We need uh, also foods that are going to help us sustain our energy and we need more sleep. So I have been giving myself extra time for that sleep and um, also just realizing that the reason I feel tired is because I am processing so much. Now on the reverse, you might also be finding that you can't sleep because you're processing so much. And so you just want to be really kind to yourself as you're dealing with that. I personally have experienced a lot of problems with uh, sleeping in the past, where if I'm really excited about something I'm working on, I'll find it really hard to sleep. And throughout this experience, I've had many nights where I haven't been able to sleep properly. And so what I have personally found through my own experience is that if I know that I haven't had enough sleep, that's one thing, right? That's great. I know I haven't had enough sleep and I know that's why I'm feeling the way that I am feeling. But if I decide that I'm going to go about my day and not continue to sleep because it's like not working, Thinking the thought, I haven't had enough sleep, is actually really counterproductive. What that does is keep me feeling more tired and keeps me, it just perpetuates the um, the, the symptoms that I'm noticing and then it perpetuates more thoughts that keep me feeling even more tired. So what is a better thought for me is, 
I have had the perfect amount of sleep for me today. And then that allows me to come to a place of acceptance with how much sleep I've had. And then it allows me to approach the day, getting the most out of the day that I can, while still recognizing that, yeah, today I've had a little bit less sleep. I'm not feeling the best, but I can still go about my day and do and create and work or contribute in whatever way that is. And it really, really helps me. And it also helps me to not set myself up for another night where I'm really struggling with my sleep. Sometimes it does, but most of the time coming to that place of acceptance really sets me free. So just remember, if you're a highly sensitive person, that you will be processing so much right now and feeling so much, and this can feel really, really overwhelming. So remind yourself that not everything that you're feeling is all of yours, right? Like it is yours, but it's not all of yours. And so you're picking up on a lot right now and just recognize that it's actually a really beautiful thing that we can feel the way and understand the way that other people are feeling. And so we just want to create some separation with that, right? Like I can feel that this is something that's being triggered for me right now and other people are experiencing this too and that this isn't totally mine. That will even in and of itself help you to create some separation while still just being aware that this is how you're feeling. And so we just want to sit with it and own it. Okay, so the next uh, thing that I'm doing to help me manage current events is also, again, recognizing that this is just a season that we are in right now. So a lot of people are really looking into the future and they want to know where this is all going to lead and how this is going to impact us all, whether that's financially, whether it's something else in your life, whether it's your work, um, whether it's your family. And, uh, and so we're, we're trying to be in the future, like a million steps ahead. That's definitely where my mind wants to go to. And that's because that is the function of the mind. However, it's, we need to remind ourselves that this is just where we are right now. This is a season, a chapter that we're in, and this too shall pass. So it's like in when it comes to investing in the stock market, I don't know if you guys have done your research, but I have heard from a number of different people who are big names in the stock market, um, including that book that Tony Robbins wrote uh, called, I believe it's called Unshakable. And then there's a really great um, other woman who talks about this. I will link it in the show notes because she did a podcast episode with JVN all about this topic. Anyway, so basically when it comes to investing in the stock market, many people think that they just need to, like you just get lucky. You invest at the right time and then you get a really big, you might um, end up just getting stock at a really low price that ends up becoming really valuable and you were just there at the right time and other times you're not there at the right time. And so you end up paying a lot more and not getting a great return. Um, And so, but actually what has been proven by people like Warren Buffett is that actually what 
creates a win through investing is when you invest in the long term because what the the economy does is that over time it always evens out so when you go through a recession when we go through a recession there will always it will be like sorted out in the marketplace eventually and this is why it's really important to look at your investments to look at your life as something that's a long-term journey rather than expecting instant immediate gratification because the payoff will always come but only if we're in it for the long run so right now we're in a season where there is a lot of difficulties happening for many people there will also be a lot of opportunities created for many people too Uh, and so we just need to recognize that this season shall pass so the negative things or the things that seem negative they're going to pass just as well as the good opportunities that are being created for all of us. And again, is anything really good or bad? Not really. It's just how it is, right? If we can accept that and just take everything for what it is, that really helps to uh, helps as we navigate, you know, flowing and being flexible um, as we go through these uh, seasons of transience. So the next thing that I'm doing is educating myself on how this will impact the market right now. And the reason that I'm doing this while, of course, being very selective about where I'm getting my information and how it makes me feel and whether it's aligned with the way I want to show up in the world. And the reason that I'm doing this is because we need to also face facts So the way what's happening in the world is creating many changes in circumstances for everyone, right? Like every single person will have one of their circumstances have changed as a result of what's going on. And because of this, it's really important that we understand how our communities in our businesses, and I guess also just personally in terms of your friendships and family, it's important that we know what the impact of this could be on our communities. And from a business point of view, this is really, really important so that we make sure that we can communicate with our community effectively. So if you're using the same uh, approach that was relevant even just a month ago or a couple of months ago, you will probably find that your community will not be connected with what you're saying because their circumstances have now changed. And for many people in really significant, big ways or ways that feel super significant at this time. So you want to make sure that you can actually communicate with where your community are right now. And that means you're going to have to look at, okay, when it comes to my soulmate clients, which is what I call our ideal clients, it's your soulmate clients. So when it comes to our soulmate clients, what is happening in their life right now? Have the challenges that they were facing before the coronavirus, are those challenges now different to the ones that I had imagined before. And if they are, which they probably will be, this means that the way that you connect and communicate with them needs to change. Also, the way that you support them may need to change. This becomes quite obvious if you're someone with a lot of in-person offers. Maybe you're a yoga teacher. Maybe you're a healer that does one-to-one sessions in person. Maybe you are uh, an artist and you do a lot of in-person events. 
I, or workshops, whatever it is, your community that you serve now have limitations when it comes to receiving the amazing way that you serve them. And so you now need to look for new ways to communicate with them to accommodate for where they're at in their life right now. Like for instance, if you're a yoga teacher and you usually do really super energizing Uh, yoga flows, perhaps actually what your community needs right now is grounding and more slow practices, more stillness, more space. And that's actually going to create something that's more energizing for them. It obviously depends on your um, community and your space. Only you will know, but their circumstances will be changing. And part of being a business owner is being able to communicate with our audience and being able to serve them with where they are at right now in this moment. And by being aware of where that is, you will be able to help them create the transformation that they want to create in their life, but only if we can actually effectively communicate with our people. So we need to look at that Something else I'm doing is enjoying the space that I have right now. I mean, for pretty much every single person, we will have just gained a couple of hours because we aren't going out each day. I mean, because we're not going out right now. I know that for many of you, especially my mothers and fathers out there, you may be now have the children at home. And so you might have, okay, gained some time, but then also filled some time too. In whatever way it's showing up for you, there is going to be an access to some new kind of space, some new, uh, new, I guess, normal and So you want to enjoy it, right? Enjoy the new normal that you're in right now. So for me, this means that I have noticed that I have been needing more time to process what's happening and I felt I need to respond and do something, but my inspiration has not been there yet. And usually I'm actually quite a quick mover in some circumstances. And I know that many of you have been feeling like this too. So now rather than forcing myself to show up and share something and be involved and take action. I've allowed myself to take the extra time and space I need so that I can receive in my new normal circumstances. And this has then meant that when the inspiration has come, I have then been able to act on it very naturally. But I'm going through these peaks and these trials right now, and you will be too. So please, if you are feeling behind in showing up and saying something or serving your community or connecting with your loved ones, just know that we all are on different timelines. We need different things. It's normal. It's a good thing. We're a diverse world and that's beautiful. And so to honor what you need in this moment, trusting feminine energy, that the inspiration will come at the perfect time for you. Alrighty. The next thing I'm doing, and I kind of alluded to this in my last point, is I am shifting my offers. So the way that I serve my community, the way that I serve all of you listening to this right now is changing. And this is because what people need, what my 
soulmate clients need right now is also changing. It's not huge changes, but they are worthwhile taking note of how your offers might need to change. So it could be something more obvious, which is, you know, moving from an in-person offer to an online offer, which I really believe that almost anything can be shifted from in person to online. If you want to know how you might do that, get in touch. We can chat about it. Um, but you also just want to make sure that you are looking at what, how, how, what are the more subtle ways my offers might need to change? What is that, that extra support that I could provide for my community right now? So for instance, I'm looking at create your beautiful biz. We're going to go through some changes in that program. I'm going to have more support for you all weekly or fortnightly support for everyone involved in that on more of an ongoing basis, because I know that my community, all of the people who are starting and upping the ante on their foundation in their beautiful businesses are going to need more support at this time. And so I need to respond to that. I'm also going to be shifting forward another offer that I had coming out later in the year. I've now changed that, amended it, created a new outline for it, and I will be sharing that very soon. And this is for all of you who are in the growth stage of your business. So it's for you if you've already set up your foundation in your business, you've started making sales, and now you're looking to, you know, create more consistent income and go to that next level in your business. So I've got something really amazing coming for all of you. If you are interested please feel free to reach out and send me an email because I'll let you know as soon as I have the details ready. And finally, I also know that a lot of you are going to be using this time to need to course correct in your life and in your with your work in the world. So I also know that a lot of you will need more support when it comes to aligning with and finding work that you love, enjoy, and are inspired by. And also many of you, because I really believe that online businesses is actually the best place to be during this time. Many people will be inspired to finally get started on that business idea and particularly on that online business idea. And so I want to make sure I've got support for those of you who are looking to get clarity on what that business is for you as well. So all of these uh, these, this inspiration has come through the process of me using the space that I have been able to enjoy as a result of this situation receiving downloads that this is where my community needs support and then acting on it, right? Not being too attached to how my offers are currently and being willing to show up and do what I'm here to do, which is to serve my community. So this is what you as business owners need to be doing too. And even if you're not in business, you probably work for a business in some way, or you're looking after a family and loved ones or your own life ask yourself, what do the people involved need and what needs changing? It's the exact same sort of process. Okay. So more practically, I've been making time for exercise, movement, meditation, and dancing. And even today I was sitting here listening to some Elton John and singing at the top of my lungs. And it was so good. We, music is really medicine for the soul. So is dancing and any form of movement. And I always love to have my morning meditation practice no matter what. So I find that this really sets me up to approach my day feeling connected and 
aligned. And it's like something really beautiful that I do for myself. It's a form of commitment. And that is really empowering because I set my day up showing myself that I can rely on myself. I can trust myself and that I prioritize myself. Right. And so that's what this is symbolic of for me. Now, I recommend that if you are working from home to try to keep your office separate to where you're sleeping. And I know for some people this won't be possible, but I actually think in some way, no matter what home you're living in or whether it's just a room, you'll be able to create some sort of space that's separate from your bed, even if it's just a chair in the corner of the room with your laptop on your lap. Not that that's the best way to work for your back, of course, but we need to make sure that our office space is separate to our sleeping space. And it's the same with like your meditation space. You really want that to be separate too, because energetically they have different purposes. And if they're suddenly all feeding into one another, this can be kind of stressful for our mind and our body. And also it can impact the, um, you know, the purpose of each of these uh, spaces that we're creating. So try to keep your office separate and also make sure that you eat good food. I don't know about you, but I've been really drawn ever since this has all happened to eating more, to eating sugar and to eating carbs. And that's because our bodies are in stress. And so that's a natural thing that happens. So I've really had to remind myself to go for the fruit and go for the vegetables and make sure I'm getting all of the nutrients I need each day because I need to be healthy during this time. Now, I also have looked at uh, creating a new 90 days, so quarterly plan for myself. And actually, this was going to be one of the topics we're going to talk about anyway, because we are now at the end of Q1. This is the 24th of March. And so we're about to, we've got one more week left before we're in Q2 quarter, the second quarter of the year. And so I always like to go through a new 90 day projection of where I want to go, what's changed when it comes to my annual uh, plan for the year. And of course, I'm also doing this on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis, on a daily basis for me, like looking at the shorter term goals I have for myself. But I really love my quarterly plans. And this is a perfect time to do it because now circumstances have changed. And so the way we approach business will be different. Now, I'm also making sure that I really am knuckling down and getting to work on my business. So part of that work includes creating space and receiving downloads and not necessarily taking actual doing action. But what I am doing is focusing my attention on my business even more than I was. And so this is really important because we have an opportunity here as business owners to really show up and serve our community during this time. We are in the business of making a difference and helping people, serving people. Everybody, not everybody, yeah, everybody is experiencing a lot of fear right now. And so whether you're a coach, a healer, a creative, someone who's interested in making a difference in the world and creating a life that is beautiful for yourself and everybody else, you are in the business of serving people and now is the time 
that we are here to serve. All of the work we've been doing thus far in our lives and in our businesses has prepared us for this moment in time right now. And it's time to step up and do what we came here to do. And that is to help and to lead and to serve and to be that source of inspiration for the world as we shift into the grasps of fear. And what the real antidote to that is, is to finding our way back to love. And so we will all find different ways to help our community and people do that. And now is the time to do it. So personally for me, I have found this whole situation incredibly activating. I've over the last eight months been going through a number of things personally. And so that has sort of been, um, you know, taking some of my focus and I've shared about some of that with you all here. And for me, what this situation has done has taken me out of this like self-focus and kicked me into, you know what, I'm here to be of service. And I think that's actually a really beautiful thing and something that a lot of you will be experiencing too. Because I always know if I'm experiencing it, then so are so many other people. So this is a time to knuckle down. And especially because what's going to happen, even though for all of us in online business, and for those of you who are transitioning, those of you who are starting an online business, now is a really beautiful time to do it. But many people will not do it because they will be very scared. Many people will stop because they will get distracted and caught up in the fear and they will doubt themselves. And so a lot of people are going to stop and a lot of other businesses, of course, are going to be impacted because of the, because of of the nature of their business. So this is actually for those of us who have a business that is within an industry and a focus that is actually not being impacted in the same way. This is an opportunity, but it will only be an opportunity if you knuckle down and get focused and move forward and put some, you know, energy behind it. So I really believe that this is a really beautiful time for online business, whether you're starting out, whether you're creating that solid foundation, whether you are growing and what it requires though, is you're going to have to really step up during this time and take it seriously without getting too attached to the outcome, but show up to serve, right? Because if you get through this phase that we're going through, it's going to set you up for long-term success. When you look at the long-term approach rather than the short-term. So you want to take, uh, really take advantage of this opportunity. Now, I also want to let you know, I've been connecting, of course, with loved ones and checking in on people, especially those who I know uh, will be impacted or who might be alone. And I'm also spending more time checking in with clients and giving them more nurturing there as well, because people are going to need more time and attention from us all. And it's really a call from the universe to slow down generally. So this is a beautiful thing to be doing. And I've gotten just so much personal personally from these connections. It's been really, really beautiful. Now I'm also of course managing my thoughts. And I just want to mention that, you know, the mindset work that we do now more than ever is incredibly important. Mindset work is a practice, right? So it's not something you just do once and you're done. It's a literally an everyday thing. And what's going to be really interesting for a lot of you, particularly those of you in business or looking to start your business or grow your business 
whatever limiting stories and beliefs were in your mind before the coronavirus will now be displayed with the disclaimer that it's because of the coronavirus, but actually those limiting thoughts and stories were there before. It's just now the mind has a good justification to be like, see, this is why I can't do this. But if you dig into it, you will realize that actually that same resistance was there before. And this is a great thing. This is actually a really beautiful thing because you now will have the awareness that you have that limiting belief there, which means you can give it some attention. You can say, thank you for showing me that this is here. And you can ask yourself, is this something I want to believe? Is this something that's going to actually be supportive of me as I move forward? Is it going to help me to show up and serve? Is it going to be supportive of how I want to feel in my life? And if it's not, that thought needs to be shifted. And we shift thoughts through practice. They take time. You've got to keep trying on your new thoughts. You've got to be very committed and disciplined with yourself. And so you need to remind yourself that again, it's a practice, it's a process and you're in it for the long run. And so you're going to allow yourself the space um, and grace to go on a journey of shifting those thoughts rather than expecting them all to change in one moment. Okay, something else I'm doing is not talking about how wild it is. I mean, I was talking about that, but I realized that that really wasn't helpful for anyone. So I've stopped feeding into talk, having conversations centered around how difficult the situation is, how horrible it is. And I've really tried to keep it more like, how are you doing? And then keep it more solution focused and looking at, okay, how, what, what is, what can we do to support you right now? Um, what could be a really great opportunity that's being created for you right now? And I found that really, really uh, great for my relationships. And finally, the last point I wanted to share with you all is that I've also been looking at what I want to be investing in at this time. So yes, investing my time and attention, but also financially, where are the parts of my business, the parts of my life that I want to be investing in over the next 90 days. And so those investments have changed. What's really interesting is I've had um, quite a bit of money come back to me because I had things booked that have now been canceled. And so I I'm asking myself, okay, where do I want to redirect some of those funds over the next 90 days while I have this extra time and space? And while now my focus and the needs of my community have shifted, how can I support them? What would be the best way of me supporting my community? What would be the best way of me supporting my business? What would be the best way of me supporting myself personally during this time? And so I've reallocated what I'm investing. And I think that this is important to note because there's a lot of rhetoric out there that people aren't going to be spending. But actually what happens is that people now know what their problems are and they want to fix them right now. So for you, if you're in business and you know things haven't been going great, if you know you haven't been making the income that you really want, if you know that you haven't been able to get yourself to get started and now you've got this opportunity to get started, you have an immediate problem that's now even more um, important to solve. And so you will be looking for ways, solutions to solve it and be more likely to 
actually now be like, okay, now is the time. And this is what we will all be experiencing in our life. So I just want you to realize that there are people out there and your soulmate clients who actually want the solution that you can support them with. So make sure that you're showing up and sharing about what your solutions are and how you can help them. All right, my beautiful friends. So this was just a bit of a free flow of all of the ways and things I've been doing, all of the different thoughts I've been thinking, what, how I've shifted my perspective. And I really think that this will be of benefit to so many of you. So please let me know what you resonated with most in today's episode. Come and hang out on Instagram at Letitia Ringe and look after your beautiful selves. See the opportunity here. We are being asked to create space to receive inspiration and that is going to lead you to creating new things coming up with new solutions creating new possibilities in your life and therefore innovating in the world and this allows every single person around you including yourself to evolve and this is what we came here to do go back to episode one if you want to listen to what the entire purpose of this podcast was when I got started and you can hear me talk all about that it's really interesting So as I mentioned, if you are someone who is looking to get started or up the ante on the foundation of your business, so perhaps you've got a business started, but you know that you haven't got all those foundational pieces in place, you want to learn how to approach sales and marketing from a holistic, soulful, feminine, cyclical approach, you want to learn how to get your financial plan and your all the different bits you need in your business up and running so that you've got your beautiful offerings you know how to create them, you know how to build a community, you know how to make money in your business and you know how to master your mindset and connect with your feminine essence, which is your full creative power, your purpose, your menstrual cycle, and you'd love to learn all of this from me, then I invite you to come and join us in Create Your Beautiful Biz. We would love to have you. And I also wanna let you know I'm gonna be offering just for one week, a really big discount that will be available to all of you who are signed up to uh, receive my newsletters. So if you're not signed up to receive that, please head to LetitiaRinge.com. This is going to only be available for one week. I'm also offering a big discount on my mindset makeover program because this is going to be super beneficial for you all as we navigate the next three months at least. We want to know how to look after ourselves, how to manage our mind, how to feel good, how to understand how the mind works. And so you'll be able to join my online course, The Mindset Makeover, if you would like to explore that. And finally, as I mentioned, I'm going to have some new offerings coming up for those of you who are looking to grow in your business and create more consistent income and take your business to that next level. And uh, so if you want to know more about that, send me an email at Letitia at LetitiaRinge.com and also keep your eyes peeled with more support on aligning with your purpose and identifying what the best online or in-person business is for you. 
And for those of you who are worried about whether having your own business and being in business is the best decision for you at this time, given world events, I just want to also share with you that from my own personal perspective, I believe that the safest, most secure, most certain place that you can bet on yourself during any times of recession or crisis is when we bet on ourselves through business. And this is because you place all of the control and power in your own hands. And more importantly, when you learn the skills of being able to create wealth, being able to sell, being able to generate your own income, when you learn the skills of being in business, they are so adaptable and flexible. You have them forever. I really see it as the best skill you could invest in. And then no matter what happens with the context of the times and the changes in fashions and what people need, you will always be able to know how to create and serve a community and a market. And you will be able to flow with and be flexible with, well, no matter what is going on in the world. So from my point of view, When we get to align with our purpose in business and share our unique gifts, we get to call the shots and we get the power of learning how to sell and create wealth and serve people. This is the most secure, certain place that we can be. And so I just wanted to share that insight for you all, because this is really how I see business. And I was someone who was so scared to leave my corporate job. And now I feel so much more safety and security where I am than I ever was in any of the corporate jobs I had before. All right, my friends, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive using my signature feminine essence framework. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.